Hello, brothers and sisters. Brother Derek here at the microphone, ready to start a brand new week of teaching. This week, we're going to talk about the supernatural. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to speak to the ones who will listen. And I thank you, Lord, for creating us. I thank you for all you've done. I thank you, Father, for sending the Son, Jesus Christ, to, to make an atonement, Lord, to deliver us, Lord Jesus, from death and hell. And that you have given us eternal life, made us your own, Lord, baptized us into the royal family. I praise you for that. And Father, let the anointing flow, Lord, and the wisdom flow as I talk this week about you. Thank you, Father, for doing it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's start at Genesis, the first chapter, and at verse 1. It says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the of the waters and God said let there be light and there was light now we're talking about the supernatural God none of us have at any time seen like just seen God now if you have seen him I know no God will let some see him you will have to really go into the spirit realm. It's like you in your subconscious or sleep or something like that. And you actually have to be pulled out of this body and brought to another dimension to see God. Most have seen Jesus, which Jesus is the express image of an invisible God. That's why I wonder sometimes how people can't understand the, the revelation. You know, that is, hear ye, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. He's not different people. It's one God manifesting himself three different ways. He manifests himself in us as the Holy Spirit, right? See, the Holy Spirit is not just a person by itself. The, the whole, which, which it is because he's God, but the Holy Spirit can be in me. He can be in you. He can be in billions of people. See what I'm saying at the same time? Because the Holy Spirit is a portion of the Spirit of God. It's not one person sitting in a place. The Holy Spirit is, is upon all who ask for him, who ask to receive a portion of God. How many understand that? See that see see when they first tried to explain that to me, and I'm not trying to talk about all that, I was always confused because I'm like, well, okay, you got God, that's one person, then you got Jesus, that's another person, then you got the Holy Spirit, that's another person. Well, if I receive the Holy Spirit, how that person gonna be in me and in you at the same time? That's how I would get confused, right? Till God showed it to me. It's God, it, his spirit can be big as he wanted to be separating himself into as many people who who wants to have him, who wants to receive him. 
How many understand that? So is, is, is one God manifesting himself in different ways? God writing the word. Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. He wrote Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Now, Moses wrote the Bible by the Holy Spirit. Yes, the Spirit of God was, was upon Moses, causing him to hear the voice of God and to write this. Moses wrote this, and he wasn't there. Check it out. He wasn't there. He said, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. How, how would Moses know that? He know that by the Holy Spirit. So you should ask the Lord to fill you with his spirit. Do you know that you are the body of Christ? Say this. Say, I am the body of Christ. Jesus is your head and you are his body. Jesus is the head of the church. Say it one more time. Say, I am the body of Christ. Say it again. Say, I am the body of Christ. This is what I want people to get to. When they read the word, I want them to believe that it's God talking to them individually. Anybody who makes a difference on earth has to believe that God is talking to them individually. If you don't believe that it is God talking to you individually, you'll generalize it too much and you will take away from the anointing and the power that is reserved only for, for you. You are a unique individual. You are unique in your own ways. You have your own unique characteristics. You have your own unique DNA. You have your own unique fingerprint. All of that is by design. And God wants to move upon you in his own unique way to make you a supernatural person. And so in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form. See, it was on earth because, see, God was creating it in his imagination at first. See, it was in his imagination. He saw the earth in his imagination. That's why it says it, it was without form and void because he hadn't spoke it yet. He, but he had already created it in his imagination. And then when he, when he started speaking, it came into being. How many understand that? Now, this is how you operate. To operate in the supernatural, you have to learn to conceive it in a thought. Then you have to proclaim it out of your mouth. Do you know you are a result of a spoken word? Your mom and your dad had to communicate before they met, right? Right. They had to communicate. They had to communicate to get to a point where you can be conceived. OK, that's the first seed, the spoken word. The next seed was a, a, a natural seed. How I many understand that? Do you know that the ground will bring forth whatever seed is put into the ground? Because the seed is is dominant over the ground. Do you know when you plant tomatoes, tomatoes are going to come up. It's not going to bring up cucumbers if you planted tomatoes. And do you know the enemy uh, is going to come and sow thorns and thistles? And the ground is going to let those thorns and thistles come up? It's not going to say, well, those thorns and thistles, you can't come up. No, the thorns and thistles are going to come up if it is sowed into the ground. So the same way tomatoes and cucumbers is coming up, whatever is sown, Thorns and thistles will come up too, sticker bras, because they are sown also by the wind. The wind blow or whatever, however they sown, but 
everything that comes up, it comes from forth from a seed. And the word of God teaches, even in Genesis, that the seed is within itself. So this is a supernatural principle. The supernatural principles of God is to speak things into existence. And what makes it more powerful, see, the word of God has a, a, a extra thump to it, an extra anointing to it. And when you speak the word of God, it's going to supersede the words of Satan. If you keep your mouth mouth in line with the word. That's why we oftentimes teach me and other ministers that when a person gets a sickness, that they need to align their tongue to only speak what the word of God says. They need to say by his stripes, I'm healed. Then they have to deal with the fear by saying the Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and a sound mind. They have to align themselves with the word of God. See, God said, let there be light. And it was. The spirit realm responds to what is spoken. Everything in the supernatural responds to what is spoken. One time they had a poll tax Jesus had to pay. They want, they, they asked uh, Peter or one of them, they said, your master don't pay taxes. And evidently, I don't, I don't think Jesus had any money on him. So he told Peter, he said, go down there and stick a hook in the water. And the first fish that come up, take the money out of the fish mouth and pay the tax for me and you. Well, how did that come into me? Because Jesus spoke that it was going to be there. See, whatever you begin to speak and believe that the things you said come to pass, you shall have whatever you say. I'm out of time. Be blessed.